right, this is another episode of Nerding Daily, and we're going to talk about, what is this, season three? Mm-hmm. Season three of what we do in the shadows. And this show just gets better and better and better. I just love it. Don't oh you feel gosh. good when one of these shows that's, you know, it's not, it's a critical darling, but it's not getting the best review, or not getting the best um, viewership. Don't you love it that they continue on with these seasons? <laughs> yes. Like, it was a, for me, I, I can't speak for you, James, and this is Robert, by the way. Okay. It was a pleasant surprise, and I completely forgot that what we do in the Shadows, season three was this year. Oh. James had to remind me. You had to remind me. <laughs> I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I mean, yeah, it just keeps getting better and better. And it just uh, finished up its final episode. Uh, about two weeks ago, I believe. Yeah, it did. So, James, take us through, in the first two seasons, what can you summarize uh, going into season three? Like, who are the characters? What are what have they gotten themselves into? It's a, it's a group of vampires, of course, and it's almost like a like a an office type documentary mm-hmm. uh, setting uh, show. And you got uh, one of my favorite characters is Garamo. Hilarious, hilarious. Nandor would be his. Uh, well, he's he's Nandor's familiar. Um, yeah. You got Laszlo, who's just hilarious. And, and wait, wait. You got to say his full name though. Nandor the Relentless. Oh, the Relentless. Yes, yes. Sorry, I forget the title. And then you got <laughs> Laszlo and uh, Nadia, who are just hilarious. Uh, they're married, I guess, or together at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very passionately in love. And uh, Nadia, her soul is trapped in a little doll, which they introduced, I think, last season. And they've yeah. kind of played her up a little more this season, which I really enjoy. She's so funny. And then Colin Robinson. Uh, Colin Robinson, yes, of course. The energy vampire. He is hilarious. Uh, Hilariously boring. Yes, that's how he takes that energy, which he does a great job at it. Um, yeah, and they've they've kind of um, I mean they were they they had quite a few uh, fiascos at their old pad, and they've uh, at the end of the second season, I believe they were going to be executed by the um, vampire uh, vampire council. council. Yep, their secret vampire killer Guillermo, the familiar. Uh, saved them, and now they've taken over the vampires. <laughs> yeah, and the guide, exactly. the guide is there living with them, and it's an entertaining bunch. But what's really funny is uh, Nandor and Nadia share the chair or the throne as the supreme leader, um, which is very entertaining. That was perfect. <laughs> that was great, James. I just threw it on you, and, and that yes. that was perfect. <laughs> that was better than the twenty minute recaps that they have on like TV. Oh, that they so. do. <laughs> yeah. Last exactly. And then it takes five minutes to get to the credits. Right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, exactly. And it's it's a mockumentary style, like you said. It's a hilarious show. And they keep building up the stakes. They do, yeah. That's not a pun, nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they keep building up the stakes. They keep showing more sides to all of these characters, which is so interesting. I love it. And, oh my gosh, like, the way that this season, just the season itself, twists and turns, and where we end up versus mm-hmm. where we started are two completely different things. And the season kind of makes you look at, I think, all these characters differently. Oh, yeah. Guillermo oh, yeah. already is on his own art. Yes. Uh, in yes. season two, he really, like, instead of just being, like, you know, a handyman, a servant, this familiar, you know, in season two, he found out his heritage mm-hmm. of... Uh, 
being a vampire hunter a van- and is you know on accident on, on accident for the first right. couple times then he kind of like you know gets into it <laughs> and he's finally developing developing a backbone and you see that in season three he's actually you know more or less like controlling trying to control his own destiny he's kind of a badass but he he finally gets to this point where he says he's in charge yeah you know i'm i'm in charge <laughs> exactly it's so funny it's great and everybody i mean is just is top notch i love that you know uh nadia um undermines uh undermines nandor for the throne even though they're supposed to be co-throne owners <laughs> right and that uh, Laszlo in perfect Laszlo spirit. He doesn't. He doesn't care about no, any he, throne. He, 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 he doesn't. He doesn't need power. He always has the power in himself. Right. Right. Although he, him and uh, uh, the energy vampire um, start doing research. Because they're trying to figure out, he's trying to find out, find some porn. <laughs> he's trying yeah. to find old, old vampire porn, I guess. Yeah. And Colin's trying to figure out what the cycle or what the origin is of an en- energy vampire. And exactly. Because so, they have this huge library to their um, disposal. And uh, uh, is, is it a library or a library? I don't know. Is it, oh, <laughs> library. Sorry, did I say it wrong? Uh, it's okay i don't know okay. did I? I don't remember but they uh they're then they have all these artifacts too right that that they have at their disposal and they start misusing them nandor has his crush on <laughs> this night shift worker at the uh local uh gym oh my gosh <laughs> the fitness that episode that episode <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't know what to say to woo her so he he gets every single person to, to do it for him and it's just a disaster <laughs> they they each take on like their own caricature of nandor yeah in this episode to try and woo this woman which you think i mean would be right up like lazo's alley he right. considers himself you know a ladies man uh but with this cloak that they misuse i mean you can look like anybody you want so they <laughs> keep going in and they all basically fail miserably except for uh guillermo guillermo gets the closest well, she ends up opening up to him because she feels that um, he's he comes off to her as more as uh, as homosexual. So she's not threatened by him, right? Yeah, yeah. He keeps <laughs> like really doubling down on the relationship with uh, Guillermo um, and uh, Nandor. Right. As like more than just friends, like there's a lot of double entendres and such going on there. So yeah. So they, they agree to meet and go out. So there's like no threat. <laughs> yeah. So that, exactly. that was pretty. I thought I liked that episode. That was great. I, I love, uh, yeah, Laszlo and Colin Robinson going through the library. Mm-hmm. That like, that helps open up more of the world this world of vampires yeah and i thought it was so cool and uh kristen shaw oh my gosh i always liked her since i saw her in flight of the concords she is hilarious as the guide oh my goodness for the vampiric council and i i totally forgot that she was in the first season right and then she's she's playing such a big part in uh season three it's great Right. She, yeah. she always has this uh, demeanor to her, even, you know, as a vampire. She's not Louise Belcher like in Bob's Burgers, but she still has the same demeanor. Well, I love it. Absolutely. She's still, you know, a smart aleck, still, you know, super smart, smart as a whip and creepy. <laughs> yeah, she is. Man. She can be creepy. Well, I mean, just the the, the twists and turns this season, they have their, their um, what, like a dinner party or something that they're going to eat some people, right? And then they're going to feed on them, and then they end up liking one of them, right? Am I remembering, remembering this right? And he ends up becoming one of their, their good pals, and then they lose him to a werewolf, <laughs> like a werewolf eats him or something. Do you know what episode I'm talking about? Yeah, but I, I'm getting a little mixed up with the movie. Oh, maybe not. Because maybe that not. did no, no, happen no, no. with... Uh, 
no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was the movie. You know what I did? Mm-hmm. I watched the movie during this this uh, this season. My bad. I did, oh, okay. and I watched it the same night as I watched one of these. I apologize to everyone. Oh, yeah. No, see, I, did. I thought that. I did do that, but not from the show, because we we were like we were enjoying the season so much, and Jackie and I had never seen the movie. What? Yeah, we'd never seen it. We've seen the show, but we never saw the movie. Um, I love I love the movie. Yeah, the movie's great. No, it's it's great, but we never got a chance. So. Oh yeah, well you know I love the movie because you got it for me, and then we found out it was a bootleg. Yes, I'm so sorry about that. And we returned. We, it's not we your told fault. them it's about not. that too. We sent it back and said, "What the heck is this about Amazon?" Yeah, yeah, that was weird. We took care of it. Yeah, I like okay going into arcs okay. or for different characters in the season. Um, Nandor really shows a bit of humanity because. Throughout yes. this whole season, he's trying to find like a legitimate love interest, he someone is. to share his yeah. life with. He sees his life as empty. Like he has co-chair, he's co-chair of the Empire Council, but it's not full control. There's always, especially Nadja, undermining him. Everybody does undermine him. Uh, but he hooks up with uh, one of his old uh, human crushes, Gale. Right. My gosh, that was, that was... <laughs> what, a, what an intro. What an right. intro to an episode is just them going at it and not even stopping when everybody finds him in the hotel. That was just terrible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But that was great. I like I like Nandor, you know. Trying to find himself, really. I mean yeah. trying to be happy. Show, showing showing uh, you know, weaker moments of his character. That's that's interesting. That's great. I would say, James, what is your favorite episode this season? Oh my gosh. Um it would either be you know the ancient beast when it escapes. <laughs> they have to go find it. Yeah. That. It kind either... of a dog looking vampire thing because it's, <laughs> it's the so oldest gross. vampire yes. yeah and either that one or the the one where the doll runs away because there's a part where the doll's running away and it gets trapped in like it gets stuck in a mannequin at one point that's pretty funny and then i think it gets into something huge doesn't it like i can't remember Keeps... well it can jump it, it, it was can... jumping yeah and it was just fun to watch I, I felt bad for the doll because, uh, you know, she's being ignored. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they did show her that they appreciate her and they love her. And they, that was a fun episode. How about you? Oh, I got to go with the casino. Oh, the casino. <laughs> Gosh. Were they... The, they go to visit Atlantic City. Yes. For uh, their neighbor's um, uh, wedding. It seems like a shotgun wedding, even though these neighbors were in the first season Right. And second season. And I thought they were already married, but whatever. Um, but this whole thing about the, the ancient soil. Right, where Guillermo ancestral has to travel. Soil, <laughs> and poor Guillermo has to fly back and forth. And Laszlo feels bad. He actually feels bad for somebody because this guy lent him a bunch of money. But he's uh, uh, he's a he fell off the wagon. He's an addict to gambling. Right. And then he used up all his credit cards and then they don't have their powers because they're too weak. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Colin just wants to do like the most mundane things at the hotel, like watch their little like intro video. That was terrible. And the Big Bang Theory. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. Which, I mean, if there was a show to feed off people's energy of like cringe and stuff, it's got to be that. Absolutely. But it was definitely enjoyable. (laughs) It was definitely, uh, that's a fun episode. I forgot 
forgot about that one. Yeah, that was that was great. And um, why were they why were they all weak again? I thought it was because there wasn't their dirt cleaned up by the maid. <laughs> Colin was too busy watching uh, those uh, intro videos, the hotel uh, like intro video, and uh, the maids came in and they like oh right they cleaned, cleaned up it those. Up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Well, remember the wellness center where he goes? Oh to oh be oh no, I'm I'm oh. sorry. The Big Bang Theory thing. Oh sure. That's what I imagined in my head. No, Nandor plays uh, the casino game, The Big Bang Theory. That's what it was. Yes, you're right. And but he's playing it over I always make that connection, like boring stuff, Big Bang, Big Bang Theory. Theory. Colin mm-hmm. Robinson would love that. <laughs> no, Colin right. Robinson just watches that uh, intro video over and over. He's like, this is the only place I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's funny. That was good. I, I really liked that episode. I Sorry for misspeaking. I totally... Oh no! Hey, I did it. I, I talked about the movie as if it was an episode, so can't get worse than that. Uh, the wellness center was a good one too, where he joins that cult. They pull out his teeth, and he's like, "Where Nandor does, yeah." yeah he's like, I'm, "I'm being human." <laughs> yeah, it's so. I, I like that it's just the reverse of what you would think everybody in that reality would do. Right. If if you knew the vampires could potentially live thousands of years, wouldn't you as a human try to become a vampire like Yermo? Right. Like, there's that big desire but nandor goes to that retreat at the gym that's basically the reverse they want to go back out to the sunlight yeah their their, their fangs grow back within a day right so right. daily they have to pull About the things out oh, of their head gosh. and do these like uh yoga exercises and stuff to help cleanse out uh the the vampiric presence in them they pretend to eat food right without uh throwing up it's just it's, that was so ridiculous i Love it. And then they gotta kidnap him and like and, and then deprogram, uh, deprogram him. Deprogram yeah. him and then he gets so depressed. He wants to take a slumber. <laughs> and then they keep waking Super him up slumber. from his slumber. <laughs> yep. Oh, that scene where they oh they talk about where he has to pretend he's dead. Do you remember that? And oh yeah. And uh they want they were they're talking about how he had a um that he was well endowed and it was well known. And then uh who are those people that were tr- they were talking about? Are they other council members from other orders or they I don't remember, but they were at least high-ranking vampires. Right. But our, our good friend David Cross shows up. I love David Cross. He was so funny. Yeah, he was great in that. And then they just but, humiliate him. He has to lay there. Yeah, <laughs> he just has to lie there pretending he's dead. And they're just like, well, it's not small. Oh, God. It's all right. <laughs> so David Cross is so funny. Maybe if I get it hard. No, no. No. <laughs> he, could, he could use some rigor mortis. Like, oh, my gosh. David Cross, man. That was so good. That was unexpected. I, it was. I love the cameo in this show oh the cameos ever great. since season one there's always been great cameos and david cross was a, a was pleasant excellent. surprise for me he was hit him um and uh mark hamill were my two favorites yeah oh the siren episode oh this yes Oh the my siren. gosh, with you... Laszlo and Colin Robinson, uh, they they try to go to, uh, they steal a boat, they try to go to a place where Colin Robinson believes he'll get answers about uh, being an energy vampire. Right, right. They get stopped by this siren. <laughs> She's got like a half like chicken half body. like rooster. <laughs> It is so ridiculous and, <laughs> and so silly. And, and Colin's like semi-attracted to her. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's like, the fun thing is you can tell when the siren's powers are working on them. Right. It'll be like a light switch. They're trying It'll to turn leave. on and off. They're trying to leave and, and then she sings and like, oh, she's so lovely. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Lazo's like, get me away from this wreck. Oh, gosh. Ner- but she's beautiful. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, it's just oh, so, so many good moments in this season. 
It was so much fun. Well, and then Colin has his birthday and it, and he's like working up to it, but he, people are just kind of like, they're all distracted and it's his hundredth birthday. And, and Except for Laszlo. Laszlo, he knows. And, and, uh, he starts voicing to, um, I think it's Guillermo, right? Or is it Nadia? Well, Nadia kind of has, uh, you know, she kind of flips out at him because he's making a big deal in front of these vampire guests, right. these high ranking vampires that, um, he, he keeps bringing up Colin Robinson birthday it's like they won't care yes. they don't care why why do you keep bringing this up but he finally confesses that you know he read something that that, that they die at 100 yeah. energy vampires they don't live very long and that this is his, they die exactly at 100 years and mm-hmm. that's why he's been taking him out trying to show him it's a good time and i was wondering this whole season why are these two hanging out so much? But it's good because kind we of never got you, that. Yeah, but yeah. looking back on it, you can see it, you know, because he, he doesn't want him to yeah. read the book. He hides it, you know, so it's pretty cool. He has the best excuse because uh, Colin thinks that he's still <laughs> looking for porn. <laughs> yes. It's like, why'd you rip a page out of that book? I'll wink my way and you wink yours. <laughs> yours. I love that. Like, I don't know how they come up with these lines of dialogue. It's great. But they are funny. Yes. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's as much as I like shows and, you know, return of characters supposedly thought to be dead and stuff like that. It was good to see what they did with this. I, I won't ruin it. Right. It's good to see what they did with this. And it was, wow. It was kind of a shock. It was a shock. And <laughs> it was then another shock. Because by the... To see how it was kind of resolved. Right. It's a double shock. Because yeah. you're thinking one thing going into it because of the title episodes, like the farewell or farewell or whatever whatever mm-hmm. and so you, you're like oh i know what's gonna happen you know and then it's not that and then it and then it, that person that you think it's gonna be ends up leaving it in a different way and then something totally unexpected happens yeah and you're just like what whoa and then at the end you're like what uh <laughs> <laughs> well no when they happen when they do go you're like oh because one of them uh yeah yeah we won't push it too won't. hard yeah that's just so gross and shocking but uh yeah it's very interesting. Good show. Very good. I enjoyed it. Oh, of course. I mean, this is continually showing that it's one of the best shows oh, on TV. Very funny, clever, unique. And, and and then, you know, we were over the whole vampire thing. You know, we were past it. And they put a good spin on it and brought it back in a good way. Yeah. yeah. No, this is the way to do it. I love it. Um, we did forget about the Chamber of Judgment. Oh, right. Chamber of Judgment. That was Which, the earlier one. Yeah, that's... It's like episode five. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the one where they're still arguing. Nadja and um, Nandor are still arguing about who sits in the chair because they need to, you know, they, they need to make these, uh, you know, judgments. Right. And, Guer- and Guillermo knows Guer- this guy, right? Well, yeah, Guillermo, well, he he kind of weasels himself into like being like the the guy that whispers in the ear to both right. of them. Right. And he ends up being in disguise as the person that sits on, you know. Oh, right. On the throne. <laughs> Even though he doesn't have any actual power, he's just like, you know, the figurehead. Right. But yeah, he he runs into an old friend of his from the old vampire assassin like club. Right. That he went to and he's been turned into a vampire and he's like, he has no, I mean, he doesn't know what the heck he's doing. And he's so flippant about it. He's like, oh, it's your rules. I don't, and, I don't care. And he committed a crime and he's got like a hellhound or something. <laughs> they say it's a hellhound. Yeah. It's just a dog. It's just a dog. Oh, gosh. Ugh. 
Yeah, that was a good episode. That was good. The whole was every good. episode was fun. Every single one. Yeah, I never got tired of it. There was never an episode that I, you know, where I wasn't all in on the premise. Uh, that did happen last season with the Jackie. Yeah. What is it? Jackie Robinson or Jackie? No. What was her? What was the name? Daytona. Jackie Daytona. Jackie Daytona. I wasn't all bored on that, but oh. Mark Hamill was so much fun with it, so I I was fine with that. Um, but yeah, definitely a huge recommend, especially we are skipping over spoilers for some of this because i respect the show that much Mm -hmm. the final season everybody goes and decides has all these different decisions that you know are counter or points and counterpoints that you know is going to make season four very interesting they've already greenlit it and i am very very excited yeah i am too i I like this show a lot and um now that i've seen the movie i love it even more yeah no the movie was like a good jumping off point and it's the same universe but totally different characters yes but you do have some characters still uh popping up here and there and thank god for taika watiti and uh jermaine clement they created this thing from the movie and they've seen the show all the way through they've been the the main uh figureheads behind the scenes producers and they've even shown up in some episodes they're they're doing a great job with it yeah i'm so happy with it it's definitely a comedic work of art yeah from the writing to the shooting to the comedic timing and the chemistry is just yeah. a wonderful cast i mean just absolutely absolutely very likable cast and there's no one in it that i'm annoyed by um they they really just do a good job yeah <laughs> and there's i mean with the way that they're developing like little by little with each episode there's still so many things that you can still do um with this show that i'm not worried of them running out of you know things to do with these characters oh, in no. this world yeah uh for at least a couple more seasons i i hate to compare it because this is totally different but something like rick and morty which i like don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. i do like it but they signed like a seven season contract a couple years ago and it seems like ever since then they're kind of retreading the same water over and over i love it when a show evolves and still keeps like keeps being funny keeps being interesting you can't do the same thing year after year and what we do in the shadows they don't do that they change it up as much as they can still being true to the characters and they, they look for new ways to like make or put a twist like the the internet troll that was hilarious yep. ingenious it was an actual troll it was yeah. an actual troll but you know you got this world of werewolves trolls <laughs> yes. uh there was uh, a witch um, I mean, there's so many different like ghosts, zombies. They, yeah, they, there, there's so they, many different mythic characters that they could add on to this show. And they find yeah. ways to make it funny. The gargoyles, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. The chatty gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. That was great. It was great. I think we both highly recommend it, and uh, more people should be watching it. Absolutely. How long is that, James? We're at two minutes from half an hour. Good enough. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's. Are you still going? Yeah. No. Go ahead. Okay. Let's finish out uh, this episode with uh, what else we've been watching, James. Oh um, man, I've been watching a lot. I watched uh, you on mm-hmm. Netflix. Yeah. Season three, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of, at this point, like the first two seasons, after the first two seasons, now they're, I don't know if you've seen him or not, but <clears throat> he's hes now married to someone who knows everything about him. He knows everything about her, and they're like equal in their in their secrets. And they they both know each other's skeletons, and they've moved, and they got a baby. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird dynamic, interesting. And right away, it just goes, it gets bad, and you're just like, ugh. And then it's just a, it's just the whole season's exhausting. 
And, um, and you know it, it can't last. You know it can't. And I, I hope they don't do a season four. I can't watch anymore. Really? It's just too mentally exhausting for me. Now, I mean, there might be people <laughs> out there that love it, but it's yeah. kind of like the, what you said about Rick and Morty. They, they're treading the same water. They just kind of turned up the volume a little bit, you know? Yeah. But it's the same idea. It's recycled. Yeah. It's just they've kind of upped the ante, you know, up the stakes. So I'm I'm done. I'm done with that show. Uh, I started watching Skeleton Key season two. It was so mm-hmm. boring to me <laughs> that I stopped. So oh. um, I'm, I've got some friends that say, no, you got to keep going with it. We love it. Okay, I'll see what happens. And I'll let you know on that one. And then mm-hmm. a couple of movies I watched. Uh, I watched um, the Sopranos movie. And it, I'm a huge Sopranos fan. This was a big letdown. I've been waiting for this movie because, because uh, you know, the the actor's kid's in it. Um, he plays his, his father. And, and he did a good job. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, that was great. Um, but the movie itself wasn't hardly about tony soprano it was about a couple other guys and i'm like that's not what i want to see i don't want to it it felt more like a fargo that's what it felt like i felt like i was watching an episode of fargo Mm -hmm. and it kind of shows you a little bit about how tony started but it it wasn't what at all it wasn't at all what i expected and i didn't really care for it to be honest oh i gotcha and then i saw a movie jolt on netflix i think that's what it's called not about the soda sadly no no and i might have the title wrong but uh was it on netflix no no it was on uh amazon prime that's what it was okay. sorry my bad um and it was it was terrible it was like a female version of john wick it started out pretty good the premise was cool but there's one scene where she starts throwing newborns newborn babies at a police officer and i'm like what <laughs> this movie's completely lost me it's terrible so yeah uh and that's it I, I can't think of anything else i watched how about you oh i definitely didn't watch that what the heck um <laughs> so my guilty pleasure this year has been sexy beasts Oh, which, yes, that's another one. We talked about it in the past episode of Squid Game. It is one of those popular Netflix shows that uh, they're really trying to hype up that people are talking about. But it's just a simple dating show with really good um, uh, makeup effects. Mm. And the reveal sometimes is is fun and interesting. My only gripe about it is I want someone like downright ugly underneath one of those masks. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. There's always they're always gorgeous. So whatever. You know, but it's still it's still fun to watch. It's still like hey, you know, this is a, a twist. This is something that you don't need to really you know. You don't have to keep up with it. You don't have to get you know. too involved into it. Uh, you know, mentally. So it's it's my guilty pleasure they've only already done like two sets of episodes and you know uh, it's here i forgot jackie and i we did watch that mm-hmm. um I, for some reason i was thinking of the ben kingsley movie like turned into yeah. a show sexy beast yeah, yeah. my bad but Not yeah we, we we watched it too and and you know the, the funny one to us was the the girl who was the panda did you see that episode like we thought she looked better as a panda oh <laughs> we're so mean no she just seemed i don't know i just feel like as the panda you know uh her personality shined a little better she was a bit more cuddly <laughs> no yeah some of those some of those masks are absolutely grotesque 
they really do a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's great makeup effects. That's mm-hmm. showing at least some love to you know these wonderful makeup departments they do that shows job. and movies get. So mm-hmm. props to them for that. Yeah. Um, movie wise, there's a couple that I've seen that James hasn't seen. Um, the last Daniel Craig James Bond movie, No Time to Die. I watched that about a month ago. I I really dug it to each their own. But I am a Daniel Craig James Bond fan. That's what got me interested in James Bond in the first place. Me, you know, being this old, I was a 90s kid. The Pierce Brosnan ones, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't care. GoldenEye was like, yeah, this this guy. And it didn't like any any Pierce Brosnan Bond after that. I it, Like it lost its momentum completely. Like mm-hmm. why care about those ones? So that's just like kind of a loss for me. I never, I don't I'm going to say it. I've never seen any Sean Connery 007 movie, not the Richard Dalton or Timothy Dalton. Um, none of those or not Roger Moore. I've never seen any of those. It, it just doesn't feel like it's my thing. But the Daniel Craig ones made me feel like it's it's so cool. This is something I could get into. And I have. I've liked all of those movies, um, you know, some better than others. But No Time to Die, I would say is ranking up as one of the better ones mm-hmm. of Daniel Craig. And that's already saying a lot because I do ha- I do hold his in high regard. Yeah, so his, that's... Wow, that's, that, that does say... Because he has some good ones. I mean, there hasn't yeah. been one I haven't liked. Yeah, that's huh. the thing. There's been some, you know, misfires, but it's not even like... They're not bad. The whole, yeah, the yeah. whole movie is not like horrible or anything. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this one just, you know, wraps up his um, anthology of movies perfectly. I, I love what they did with it. Uh, um, only time will tell. I, I got to rewatch it again. Like I'm itching to rewatch it. So that's a good sign. Cool. Um, another movie that James has not seen yet that just came out this past weekend is Eternals. We will definitely oh, do an yeah. episode on it. Yeah, I got to go see that. It's going to be very interesting doing an episode on this because of a lot of different factors. But we'll get into that in another episode. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, last night, me and Charlie watched The Night House with uh, Rebecca Hall. Great, great actor. She is fantastic. It is good, creepy atmospheric um kind of a ghost movie um kind of not uh, a lot to say about um how much uh you know a a mental disorder or grief or something like that can really affect a person it, it's not it's not a, a jump scare movie it's not a simple popcorn flick horror movie which i don't care for I like these kind of movies that are about atmosphere, that are about character, that, I mean, that's the kind of, uh, you know, suspenseful movie that I'm looking for. So I definitely recommend it. It went under the radar. I think Charlie and I saw one trailer Hmm. for it and kind of just forgot it about it until it came out on uh, Blu-ray. So, yeah, definitely uh, recommend, uh, you know, there's some horror buffs that are that like horror movies for whatever reason you know, that I don't. Right. Um, some people like them nice and bloody and just over the top. That can be fun. This is not that. This is the exact opposite. Whoa. So, in a good way. In a good way. In the best way. I finally did see the uh, new reboot, remake kind of of Jumanji, the Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. You saw that, James? Yeah, I think I did, yeah. I think we it, it came out like four years ago or so. But, uh, you yeah, know, it was all right. I, I'm not a, a huge fan of The Rock. I do respect him. Um, I don't watch a lot of his movies. I am not a fan of Kevin Hart, but he was all right in this. <laughs> I like Kevin, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart just has the same shtick over and over. Yeah. I, I watched uh, that one and the other one, the newer one. 
That I, I'm There's going to see with the kids yeah. since um, there was like a two pack of them. Oh, cool. But it's uh, you know it's a bit hollow. So don't expect too much. Um, and it's not having any major connections with the Robin Williams movie of the 90s, nope. which I, I, I still like that movie. Um, but people, I, it kind of seems like the filmmakers kind of forgot what Jumanji was. Because this is more or less just putting people in a video game world. Yeah, instead of having the house turn into what it was, and, which is well, kind of a fun element. Well, it's not even that, but I, it should it should have been more scary, at least. Mm. Because the book was scary. Ooh, sorry. It, the book was all about, and the first movie with Robin Williams, it was all about, um, you know, these things sound fantastical and fun, mm -hmm. but when you actually are face-to-face -face with them, it is frightening. It is scary. You mm -hmm. run for your life, right? And they, and they kind of they kind of softened it up a bit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The first movie had those stakes, and you felt it. You felt like these characters would die. These characters, it's like a video game. Oh, they got three lives. They could actually die if they run out of video game lives. Right. There is no actual like acknowledgement that that's true. That's just what they believe. Right. And and they were and then they kind of uh, um, cop out with the well, I can give her a life, you know, or him a life. You know what I mean? I'm okay with them doing that once. That's okay. Mm -hmm. If they did it more than once in that movie, it would be a cop out. But um, it it worked for what it was, and everybody, all the actors were actually really good. Mm -hmm. I like Kevin Hart because um, it fits. He actually him doing his shtick as Bolton as yeah. tired as it is, it worked for that character. Absolutely. Um, Jack Black was was funny as always. Uh, Karen Gillian, oh, who yeah. we know as Nova from the MCU movies, she she was fun. Yeah, she was fun. She was. Yeah, it was it was fun to see her like that, and you know she didn't drop her accent hardly at all in that movie. I didn't I didn't pick up I didn't know she was Scottish, did you? Oh yeah. Yeah I didn't. I, I, I watch behind the scenes stuff usually. Oh cool. All the movies so <laughs> I knew that. Um and the last movie I'm gonna bring up is uh we will be hearing about it in our end of the year. Worst. We will definitely be hearing about it in my end of the year um top five, bottom five list. Oh man. Venom, let there be carnage. Oh my goodness. That and title is just terrible. <laughs> it, it, it's a joke. The it's title so itself joke. is a joke. So what do you think they're going to do with the actual movie? Make it a joke. Uh, it's, a, it's a joke. It's a horrible joke. If you're a fan of Venom and like an actual fan of Venom that like cares about him in the comics, like he's he starts off threatening, scary. Mm -hmm. This makes Eddie Brock a nobody. Mm. He has no influence. He has no characterization. And even worse, they make the Venom sim symbiote if you remember that from the right, first I remember one the symbiote yeah yeah um they make the symbiote a joke he's cracking wise and even worse everybody will crap on forever the bane voice that oh. tom hardy does i could not understand for love me what the frick this symbiote was saying the whole movie oh that's awful you thought bane's voice was bad which i didn't i didn't either i could understand him at least right you have the the symbiote making food for tom hardy and it's just like <laughs> and then it seems very mellow it's like what are you saying what what is going on woody harrelson is awful awful in this movie he is such a waste of potential his motivation james i'm gonna tell you this his motivation is almost exactly the same as jamie fox in amazing spider-man 2 no 
It's his birthday. Yes. And he loves no, it, Spider-Man. Almost. It's almost. <laughs> oh, no. His thing is, you know, uh, uh, Cletus Cassidy. Oh. He's a serial killer. Right. Right. That's in the it, comics. Right, they right. even uh, hinted at it in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Right. He's ruthless. He's mentally ill. Yeah. Yeah. He's wild. He's psychotic. We get a little bit of that from Woody Harrelson. But the way Woody Harrelson decides to convey that is he just talks really slow. No, 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 no. The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. That's what he gets for this character? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what he does for this character. And his motivation for wanting to kill Eddie Brock and Venom, um, because his the Carnage sim- symbiote comes from Venom when he bites Eddie Brock's arm. Oh, Which right, fine. Right, no, right. that's that's yeah, fine. No, that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. That's a easy way to transition. Okay. Now you have this your own symbiote. Mm-hmm. Um he wants he's on death row, about to get lethal injection, and Eddie Brock is trying to help him tell his story and trying to get like uh answers to where are these hidden bodies? Because mm-hmm. we know you kill people. We just need to find their bodies, lay them to rest. Right. Woody Harrelson doesn't give like a real answer. The symbiote figures out for Eddie Brock um, all these markings on uh, Woody Harrelson's uh, like jail wall. Mm. Figures it out. He doesn't even tell Eddie Brock. Like Cass, uh, Cletus Cassidy doesn't tell Eddie Brock. Typical. But he's mad at Eddie Brock right before he gets lethal injection. He's like, "You just you didn't care about my side of the story. You just wanted to talk." You, you didn't want to be my friend. You just wanted to make me look bad. That's his whole freaking motivation for wanting to kill Eddie Brock. That is almost as bad as Spider-Man didn't forget my, didn't remember my birthday. <laughs> it's almost as bad. <laughs> like, there's such it. a disconnect. How is that? I don't know. All right. And know. one thing, <laughs> one final thing, because I cannot, I, there's not enough time, James. Yeah, there's not enough time you. for me to say <laughs> all, the, all the things that are wrong in this movie. Uh, Woody Harrelson, okay, two more things, sorry. Okay. Woody Harrelson's love interest, who is a shriek in the comics, who does get a symbiote. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to tell you, she dies. Oh. But what? her what? bad acting is worse than Woody Harrelson's bad acting. So oh they're a match made in heaven. They won't, They get married or they want to get married, whatever. They were meant to be. Um, they both are so over the top and awful oh my acting. Uh, so there, that's one. <sighs> and two, James, have you heard about the, uh, the mid credits scene? No, thank God. Do you want to know? All right, do it. They are trying to add Venom into the MCU. No, 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 no. What? This, this Venom that no. just, we've watched two crappy movies with Mm-mm. them with more or less no direction with no meaningful reason to even have movies of him other than to show off cool CGI Venom symbiote. Yeah, they... That's all people see in these movies because the the stories are all crap. The acting is crap. Just, if it, I don't. No, yeah, they gotta lay this one to rest. Um, but it doesn't make sense because you see the sky turn purple. Everything shifts and changes. Their reality changes into the MCU reality. Eddie Brock is just lying there and he's like, oh my gosh, what happened? And then it shifts to J. Jonah Jameson saying, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And the symbiote starts to grind against the TV screen. Like, what does the symbiote care? Why does Eddie Brock care? And they've made them separate. Right, 
Right. It, there is no motivation for them to fight or even know each other. That's a reverse story, too, because it starts with Peter and goes to Eddie. So to have it go the other way. There's no just, motivation. It yeah, makes no it sense. It makes no sense. So, they, yeah, they need to not do it that way. Well, they're going to. Oh, my gosh. No. Which defeats the purpose of so many things in the MCU Please of stop. what they build up. Please stop. Uh, the right way. Versus Venom movies being built up the oh, wrong way. Come on. So they could, sorry to ruin it for you, James, but you weren't going to watch you, any. You know, and they could have done they could have done that story in a Fantastic Four. You know, where they go to space, comes back with them, ends up on Parker. They could have done it that way. You know, they could have done it in so many other ways. Not, but not Sony, this way. Sony's, Sony's uh, you know, creatively with these movies, they don't know what the heck they're doing. Right. Uh, other than into the spider verse which is animated completely separate thing they don't know what they're doing right right which that's fantastic i had to say that james and i'm I'm sorry (laughs) i'm glad you did but oh that's a that's such a disappointment yeah (laughs) i think that wraps up this this episode which was supposed to be cheerful and fun about what we do in the shadows and i just made it it's fine we end on a down note once in a while that's what you gotta do yeah. That this concludes this episode of Nerdy Daily. I guess next time we're going to talk about Doom. Yep. Right. Can't wait. Yep. <laughs>